All right. Well, it's kind of hard when you're a naturally loud person. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. I feel like all of us are naturally loud. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I just, I think I choose to scream. Oh. It's, a, it's a personal choice. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Second episode. What's up, guys? I'm Nathan. I'm Zach. We're your hosts for today, and this is the Kairos Podcast. This is a podcast for students by students where we cover and discuss questions of our current series. If you guys want to connect with us on Instagram, you guys can go ahead and do that. Follow us at Cairo Students. Yes. And you know what, Zach, tell us what we're covering today. Today, we're going to be covering our series that we're going over like as we speak. Whoa. As we as speak. We speak. It's called The Big Questions. And I think we have, we have someone with us, right? We do have somebody with us. We have a little, we have a, who, who, who do we have with us? I mean, but, but before we get there, before we get there, we got, we got something to celebrate with you guys. Yeah. Today, Thursday. Sep- September 30th. September 30th. What's, what's today, Zach? It's National Podcast Day. Yes! Okay, sweet. I saw this on Twitter and I was like, oh, I, I gotta tell Nathan. I'm like, dude, we gotta. What's better than to record a podcast on the day made for podcast? I mean, that, literally, that's. Pod, pod, yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> kind of what I'm saying. Well, as you guys might have noticed, there's a, a third voice in here, y'all. And as wow. Zach might have mentioned, we've got. Another, we got a special guest with us today. So, introducing the first official guest of the Kairos Podcast. Drum roll, please. Reagan! Oh, hey. How you doing, Reagan? Oh, I'm good. How are you, Nathan? All right. As a way to kind of get to know you and break that weird wall of ice because some of us don't know you that well and I'm not oh. talking too much, we're going to play our first game. Zach, <laughs> what's our first game? We got a thing that we like to call Kairos Hot seat. Ooh. Ooh. We're gonna give you twenty rapid fire questions where you're gonna give us pretty much the first thing that comes off when your head when you hear it. And how about I take the first ten, Nathan, yes. and you take the last ten. All right. Got it. Let's go. Reagan, what is your favorite animal? A tiger. Target or Walmart? Target. How would you kill your favorite animal? Oh, a gun. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> what's, your big, what's your biggest fear? <laughs> the sharks. Tiger the, oh, no. <laughs> the sharks. Uh, if you could travel to any year ever, what? Where, where would you go and why? 80s, because just the style and the music, and it's just great. That's what's and up. Star Wars just came out. So That's it. true. What's your favorite number? Six. Why? <laughs> Big Hero 6, the Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, Just keep being creative and don't stop dreaming. Yeah. What's your favorite TV show? Probably an anime. I'm going to say My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, What is the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Oh, I ate a squid once in this Asian restaurant. I, no, it was li- I don't. It was so dis- It was like an actual little squid. It was disgusting. It, li- no. it was so squishy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what is what is one thing you don't know but you're way too scared to ask? Okay, like how is almond milk made? Like how do you milk an almond? I don't even think you don't milk almonds. You know, it's literally just almonds and water blended. That's disgusting. That's just almond water. That? It's almond water, but, but it's milk. Ew, no. <laughs> it looks like disgusting. Milk. All right, Reagan, Marvel or DC? Marvel by far. All right. Yeah. How are you enjoying these questions so far? I'm loving it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm okay. loving it. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, I hate when people make fun of other people for the things they like. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I really like chicken pot pie or like spaghetti. You know, one of the two. Some, yeah, yeah I was <laughs> Somebody <laughs> touched my spaghetti. Sorry, that's <laughs> Um What's the best gift you've been given? My iPad. I draw on that thing all the time. 
great. What's the worst gift you've ever been given? I got an avocado, <laughs> and I don't even like avocados. I'm about to reference another meat. Oh my gosh, an, an avocado. avocado. Thanks. <laughs> oh. Uh, wet socks or wet hair? Wet socks. All right. Uh, mechanical pencil or wood pencil? Mechanical. All right. Nah. One thing you'll never do again. Um. Oh, I jumped off a 20-foot diving board and into a really gross lake, and I will never be doing that again. Oh. It was awful. How many hairs do you think you have on your head? More than I want, so, yeah. And uh, I think we uh, actually did some research. Yeah, I did, question, did a yeah. little bit of research. I was a little curious. So the average person, average person, so it's... Yeah. Pe- average people. average people have human being. He, average there we human go being. big words average human has about a hundred thousand hairs on their head just double that and that's me <laughs> you get a lot of hair so of course we got to know a little about about a little bit about you <laughs> through the hot seat but of course we just want to know a little bit more about you so uh what can you tell us about yourself well, I'm 18, and I'm a senior, and I go to Shawnee Mission South High School. Uh, go Raiders, I guess. I don't know. Um, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Zach. Uh, Zach. What did I do? Everything. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so I'm an artist. Um, I draw a lot. I've been doing it ever since I literally as long as I can remember. It's kind of my thing. Um, I did Taekwondo for eight years, and I'm a third-degree black belt, Ooh. so that's fun. Um, All right, guys, that's don't scary. mess with Reagan. <laughs> don't mess with Reagan. I'll beat you up whoever you want. better not diss her art, guys. Just pay me. I'm kidding. What? Anyway. Um, yeah, um, yeah, but I'm an artist. That's kind of what I want go to go into school for. I would like to work for Disney, Pixar, or uh, DreamWorks, so Yo. one of the big companies, so that'd be pretty fun. That's actually really cool. Character illustration and design, man. Be pretty fun. So, uh, what can you tell us about your walk with Christ? Well, it's definitely something that I've I've grew up in a Christian home, so it's something I've always kind of known, and it was never like I, did, I thought like forced upon me. It was just something I was taught at a very young age, and it just I don't know like younger me was like yeah this is cool this makes sense I'm just gonna go with this, and so I remember like accepting God like at, at a very young age. But you know I think we all like at least people who grew up in a Christian home will like remember that night like on your bed like yeah you know like yeah but like and like there's nothing wrong with that that's great but I think there's like a deeper and just better part when you do it later but um but yeah so like I said I did taekwondo and um that kept me from going to youth group and stuff for a really long time so once I quit that I finally got to come to Kairos and I just really got to discover what um like just growing in God like for yourself means and it's been really great ever since then so yeah how do you think you really had that moment where like man I want to take this walk in faith um I I really think it was like I don't remember like a specific moment but I know like once I came to Kairos I um I had like a big personality switch like for people who didn't know me beforehand I was actually a really shy person and I wasn't super extroverted or loud and so it coming to Kairos just really brought me out of my shell at a very like you know like back in the day and um it's just I think just getting a community one that like um is so just kind of like loving and like they're just super supportive is one a really like good thing and it just like it it just it it changes you as a person like I've been so different ever since but also it's just like the stuff I was being taught also at Kairos I was um 
I was starting to apply those things like to my own life and I was seeing things change like for the better and um, I was realizing that oh this like God actually like he wants to help me and he wants to care about me and he he does what they say he does and it's awesome so yeah it's been pretty good it's really good so um, we've actually as we mentioned earlier in the podcast we've uh, started a new series called the big question where we're basically uh, going over the big questions that uh, we as believers or not even believers but just people in general encounter about life and spirituality and uh, just the big questions that kind of dominate our brains uh, through time so um, as we started off, we kind of talked about doubt and uh, faith and what it really means to wrestle with your questions. So uh, what kind of takeaways did you have uh, after listening to the sermon? I really, I really, really liked this sermon because I feel like they're, so what Kyle said was he was like, he, Christians feel like they get kind of judged for asking questions. It feels like we all should know. And um, I've also experienced that. I feel like I was like, I've been in this like you know Christian persona and like living this life for a really long time I should know more than I do and I'm like I should know more about the most of my questions are stuff stuff like about the Bible like I'm I have a hard time reading those things and and figuring stuff out and I feel dumb sometimes when I have to like ask those things so I'm like this is kind of cool that he talked about that but um and Let's see, I have my notes, but um, I put down some of like the key things, but I really liked, um, it said, um, be honest about your doubts, they strengthen your faith, not weaken it, and I thought that was just kind of cool, because it's like, the more you come to God with those questions, it's like, it shows that you're wanting to like, pursue a relationship with him more, and so, I just thought that was kind of cool, like, don't like, be ashamed of like, the things that you have questions about, like, it's, it means you're trying to be a better Christian, which is like, a good thing, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think just one of the things that <clears throat> was probably running through my mind the most uh, when he's just talking about the questions that uh, we all have is, to be quite honest, I've, I've had moments where um, I'm just very complacent with where I am and I'm not really questioning anything. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, when you uh, when you que- like when you have questions and when you're willing to wrestle with uh, with a lot about what life is or different aspects of life or how we came to be that's when you truly own your faith and you know a lot of the time I've, I feel like I'm just sitting here and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay this is why yeah. this happens this is the way that it is and don't really pay much heed to it and I feel like that really created a barrier between allowing myself to grow and uh, just kind of staying where I am mm-hmm. what yeah about you, so Zach? um I kind of I kind of want to second that what you said but the the main scriptures that Kyle used for the sermon was Matthew 14 28 and 29 and that's the story of Peter walking on water which is a pretty big and well-known story in the Bible and I mean it's just if you really look deep into it and think about it the Peter is like so sketchy about this <laughs> the fr- first of all the fact that he even asked somebody Tell me to come out and walk on water. You're first of all, you're insane. I mean, well, what's the what's the premise of the story? Like, could, like if you could give us like a quick summary. Yeah. So, um, Peter is one of Jesus' disciples, and he pretty much follows him and helps him tell people about tells people about Jesus and what he does and what he's here for, and tries to get people to follow him and have them saved. But um, I mean, if you're still hearing about Peter. He, I mean, there's so many things that Jesus does, it's like, it just doesn't make sense. 
like how do you do this without it sounding like witchcraft or something like that? Because yeah. some of the stuff he does is like I mean, feeding the five thousand. Yeah. Food appears out of like thin air and feeds that five thousand people, but it, it's unbelievable. And um, so the verse reads: Then Peter called out to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come out and walk on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over to the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. Like, that is just crazy to even picture that in the midst of a storm, in the midst of the roaring waves and all the fear that's going on. Walking onto the water in that situation sounds like something out of like a yeah, like bro. a movie. Yeah, right. Jesus the movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think I think that's actually a movie. But um one of the biggest things that uh, is taken away from that story is even though Peter does take that first step onto the water like and he keeps he starts walking to Jesus like like first off like the crazy thing is Peter didn't question uh walking on water until he was on the water. Like if there was a moment to question it, do it while you're on the boat. And he yeah. he, he gets out, starts walking and I don't think he's really paying attention to what's going on around him, and he finally looks at the ocean waves, starts to doubt mm-hmm. his ability, like Jesus's ability, and uh, having faith in Christ, and he starts to sink, and Jesus pulls him out. <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, the biggest takeaway is doubt. So, uh, the question that we had kind of tied to this passage was, uh, what are times when you have dealt with the most doubt? Like, wh- like mm-hmm. wh- or what kind of doubts have you had, personally? That's a really good question. Um, let me think. Like, doubts. Oh my goodness. Mm, would anyone else want to go first? Because I'm like, I, um, I need minutes. There's been so many doubts that I've had with just faith in general. Because I mean, everyone should at least make an attempt to read the Bible. But when you do, you see all these stories. Like, does that really happen? Does that? Because it doesn't really seem real, and it's just. I go through times where I'm reading through that, and I just kind of question that, and it takes me a little, a little bit to just realize like this is completely real. Like, there's no, there's so much scientific evidence that shows that Jesus is real. I mean, it's just crazy to think about that somebody this great existed because it defies everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, to be honest, it just doesn't. It's just it's such a hard concept to wrap around Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, um, I think for me, the times I've probably experienced the most that is, uh, I come from a, from a very very Pentecostal background, so we're talking like you know people are speaking in tongues, rolling on the ground, shaking, demons are being casted out, uh, very very charismatic, and. Uh, for for me, uh, when you look at that, you you kind of base off people's reactions to a cause, and that cause usually spurs some emotion for someone to you know out of nowhere drop on the ground, start jumping and moving all crazily, and uh, that that's just what I thought having a relationship or an experience where you encounter God was like. So I always figured I have to feel something here, and I always have to feel that, feel that, feel that. And uh, when I would ever go into worship or whatever, I would try to uh, encounter God. I would just feel nothing. I'd just be standing there. People are going like, "Oh my gosh!" Raising their hands, you know, doing do the normal worship stuff, and I wouldn't be able to feel anything. I'm like, okay. So I started to not only did I start to doubt my ability to have a relationship with God, I even got to as as far as to say, 
like people are just crazy mm -hmm. like there is there is no mm -hmm. god because like I, start, I started to doubt god himself because i just didn't see how i couldn't experience something like that mm -hmm. either i'm really wrong or god isn't real and i don't think i and at that time i just didn't think i was the person who did that i wasn't a bad person mm -hmm. so i didn't know what mm -hmm. i did wrong there's so many experiences like that we're just it's like why can't it happen to me yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you get in the mindset where it's all about me yeah. sometimes and just like this happens all these great things happen to these people they have such amazing god moments but it just mm -hmm. it never happens to me well yeah. yeah and this kind of ties in like what you're saying and it's like what am i doing wrong then and it's mm -hmm. like that kind of ties into like my doubt and it's like i kind of doubt myself in this whole just with all of it and i'm like am i'm not I'm not like, like, like Zach said, it's like, I'm not really experiencing much. Like, I don't feel anything. Like, I feel like all these other people are just being pushed and moved by God so much. And I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible. I'm like, I'm investing my life into this. And I feel like it's just stuck, you know? And I feel like, and then those moments that I'm like, well, am I doing it wrong? And then I'm like, am I not being like a good Christian? Am I living like a lukewarm life? Like, what am I doing? And then I just start asking like all these questions like, oh, what am I doing wrong? And it just kind of takes you down this whole like mindset spiral. And it's just, and it's just a little hard thing to go through. And like, especially to like get out of later because it's hard to like convince yourself again later because you get like told two different things. I feel like some people will tell you like, no, like you're not doing anything wrong. Like just like continue and keep doing like what you're doing. And other people will be like, oh, I don't know. Like you're kind of living like a lukewarm life. Like you could be doing more. And so there's just this awkward in between and I'm just like, oh, what should I do? And I'm like, and then I, and then I sit there and I realize I don't pray. Like, like I don't ask God. Like I'm like, I should ask God like, hey, what I need to do, but I'm asking all these other people, and so, and it, it's just this big loop, circle mindset, and it's, it's yeah. so much fun. And you, you know what, like, what's kind of crazy is, uh, with with doubting Christ and really not seeing his like his true splendor and how great he is. Uh, like before, I really had a relationship, or before I even like tried to get into anything Christian based. Uh, truly, because even though I went to church, like I, I, mm -hmm. I wasn't part of all of that. Like when you hear people talk about like their walk with Christ or like how they've built a relationship and all that, like I've always felt like people are just so extreme. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like I was doing it all. I had drugs, alcohol, mm -hmm. like been doing like all the wrong things, and then out of nowhere, Jesus changed me and I stopped mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. I'm just like, okay, so I need that kind of story. Do I gotta wait till like yeah. I go do some really not good stuff mm -hmm. and then? Jesus is like, all right, now you've done enough. Time for you to come back. I'm like, mm -hmm. it it's it just feels like a, a like a a serious cliche a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel personal. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you have to meet certain standards just to have like even a good story to tell about how you came to faith. Mm -hmm. um, which you know, which is crazy because when you really think about it, then it's no longer about God. It's mm -hmm. no longer about a relationship with Him. Yeah. You know, you kind of just missed. The whole point when you start to think about meeting the standards that people set or trying to be like everyone else because mm -hmm. you're not worshiping yeah. yourself but worshiping the experiences that people have. Yeah. Smart man, Nathan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I dropped the words. Um, but that, yeah, that was that was really cool. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey guys, Nathan and Zach here. Here on the Kairos Podcast, we're always trying to find different ways to improve and grow. One way that we're trying to do that is with you guys. If you have any ideas for the podcast or would like to get involved as a part of the tech team, as a guest or as a host, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Kairos Students. Thank you for listening, and now back to the program.
So kind of starting where we left off. Um, so our series that we're going through is called The Big Questions. And um, just kind of with the big questions, what are some questions that y'all have been asking or are currently asking? It's a good one. Yeah, um, I know for myself, one thing that I guess it's, it's kind of current, but it's also just like been brought to my attention is like, how does God want us as Christians to respond to like social justice issues and just things going on in this world that are like kind of touchy for certain people today? And like, it's a really hard topic because it can go in so many like different directions with so many different things. And it's like, as a Christian and like for me personally, it's just like, I don't want to hurt anybody or hurt anybody's yeah. feelings because I'm like, I just, I just want people to be happy and I just want to like love on others and I don't want to make anyone's day like crappy, you know? But I think like, just like literally looking at just like Jesus and the life that he lived on earth, because like God says that like how Jesus lived, like, like how Jesus lived on earth is how we're supposed to live. And like, literally like Jesus's whole thing was just like, he loved on everyone and he literally like he he didn't care who it was like he just loved on everyone and he just showed like grace and understanding and like just just like and he was like super mature about everything yeah. too like he didn't he didn't let like pride or like any of like um I don't know like what's, what's some things I, I guess just like pride and just other like personal things that us as humans have that get in the way of like actually listening and understanding people and just hearing them for who they are and what they're saying and those type of stuff so I think honestly just like living a life of like love and like grace towards others is like how we should go about those type of things but I mean yeah it's a fun little topic we got there I, I definitely agree with you. Like, especially talking about how we should live a way that Jesus lives here on earth um, can definitely be addressed towards multiple uh, social justice issues. You know, because nowadays, you know, people, like, you, you can't say certain things and get away with it, you know, like, because, mm -hmm. uh, of course, we have topics that are way more prevalent now to where they were back then to where God might not even have, like, the Bible, well, not God, my bad. The Bible might not have an answer for it, like mm -hmm. a clear answer for it. Or, um, so, like for example, let's take um, the stuff that's been happening in twenty twenty, like the protests in regards yeah. to the death of George Floyd. Like there was just so much happening on both sides, and as a Christian, like of course there's the moral aspect of it, like the right thing to do. Like how do I feel about this? How does my moral, like how do, how does my morality fit towards the situation? And how do I go about it as a Christian? Because there's there's a lot of ways that people responded to such a catastrophic event. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that's probably where even as like uh, not even just Christians, but as high schoolers or yeah. middle schoolers or just young people, where there's a lot of like confusion there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, which is probably like a, a big question. I definitely agree with you on. Yeah. And uh, I, that's definitely one thing that I struggled with. And, um. There's also, like, the fear of being judged. Yeah, big time. Because I feel like everyone just... Either there's, like, one side that people support a lot or one side that people hate the most. And if you mm. agree with some of it, but agree with it, some yeah. of you, you're, like... There's, there's just a lot that might come at you. Like, there's, there's also, I believe, an external pressure towards... Uh, people so trying there's to also just way. like stereotypes that just go in with like whatever you say and so like that's just the fear of like you don't want to say something because like you could say it but then all these stereotypes you know just get put on you and like especially as a christian too there's a lot of stereotypes with christians and it's like a lot of those are wrong sometimes and it's just kind of hard to like 
um, work your way around those type of things and just like let people see you for like how you truly are and like how like you know just how you're actually trying to live a life because like it's just hard people are pretty judgy yeah, and I feel like with all of the uh, stuff happening in 2020 that was just such a huge slap in the face for me for maturity wise yeah because realizing everything that's happening not overreacting and going off on somebody and telling them how wrong they are mm-hmm. that would, that's just such a hard thing to do and I feel like with our generation, that's definitely, it's been an issue. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but I mean. No, it definitely is. It's mostly like pride, I feel like, just in the person. Mm-hmm. Like, they just feel the need, like, like hey, i got to make sure, like, you know I'm right. Because yeah. it's like they need a type of validation from everyone just to make sure that everyone knows that they're right. And so I think that's where it comes from. And, like, pride's a sense of, like, hate, too. So it's just, it's coming from such a dark place, yeah. like, all around. That's just, like, it's not working out. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy because... <clears throat> going off pride and maturity and having the no I don't know how to say it's like the audacity or um, just going out after someone based on like uh, their reaction or uh, especially during that time their uh, a lack of a response mm-hmm. to a situation because like I believe there's a lot of people that just didn't really say anything about yeah. it and mm-hmm. like there's 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 nothing I would say wrong with that I mean of course it was a it was a big big situation but um, I think that kind of comes with uh, the pride, of course, and the ability, like the idea of just um, being part of something bigger and going around with some kind of like uh, sense of uh, self righteousness and like you know purpose I mean? too. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like I'm right, you're wrong, and I need to fix that. There's something wrong with you, and mm-hmm. like that kind of ties into. I think I talked about cancel culture before. Did I say that? I don't remember if I said it or not. No. It was like cancel culture right now is obviously one prevalent example of how uh, how people kind of just go. Like, here, here's what I will say. This is a very hard talk to talk about. I think in some senses cancel culture is okay. But I feel like, especially nowadays, to the extent to where it's been taken, mm-hmm. I believe it's gone from just being... Uh, being a, a way of correction or a form of correction towards people who have made yeah. mistakes or mm-hmm. have said things that were rather insensitive to just attacking someone you you feel like you you don't agree with or yeah. attacking someone that you're offended by and and I, I think that's just one thing that especially as Christians regardless of if we play a role in that or not mm-hmm. that really really hurts how we um, how we're able to reach out to others and love them because. Um, Especially when you see a Christian fail in that, a Christian or a follower of Christ or a believer fail in that aspect or that category, like you just really, it really sets a bad name yeah. for everyone. And when you see videos of uh, people reacting that way, it's, it, it sucks. And you know, just trying to find a way to navigate through that, the questions that we might have towards it always leave us with, instead of answers, with more questions. I yeah. Believe, I believe. So, considering all these social justice issues and how we as Christians are supposed to respond to it, you know, it really gets you thinking, like, in what ways has kind of thinking about or mulling over these uh, really big questions allowed you to grow in your faith? Like, I feel like there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Yeah, like, I feel like, as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, the more questions you ask, God doesn't answer with question, or with answers, He answers with questions. And I feel like uh, when I think about those questions a lot more, it kind of makes me feel like, man, I actually really know a lot more about faith than I first thought. Like, I feel a little bit closer to him through just questions. I mean, 
the more I just kind of sit and think about questions, the more better. That's just wrong. That's terrible grammar. <laughs> I just feel so much, so much closer with God. So much of. closer. Yeah. Uh, this is like a little different. I guess it's kind of like my perspective on some things, but I'm kind of one of those people who like to um, just kind of I, like blindly trust God if that like makes sense and doesn't sound weird. Like I, I as like a like a person, I'm just like there's so much like I will never understand because God is just so great and He's so beyond me that like some things I'm just like you know what, God's great, God is good, and I'm just gonna put my trust in Him because I'm like I feel like that's a really big part of it too is just putting your faith in God and I think asking questions is awesome because it shows you're wanting to actually know why God is doing these things and like what is the purpose behind these things but I also think that um I also think sometimes just just sitting in that kind of that like just sitting in that like confusion in that space is kind of healthy for you because I feel like as a Christian one like good thing to learn is like God won't always give you the answers immediately and sometimes you have to just put your faith and trust in him and like those answers won't come through like an audible voice like like this is the answer from God but I also think it's just kind of one of those things like you learn over time like through life and God just like teaches you those things like as you trust and grow with him and like walk down the path he's like created for you and so I think that's kind of just how I like my take on it because I don't like to stress myself out a lot of the time asking myself a lot of huge questions I mean sometimes I they're amazing and they're great but also sometimes I just like to kind of just be like you know what God, like, I gave some time on this, and I thought about this, and I don't really know, so I am just going to trust you, so, yeah. Anyway, thank you, Reagan, for coming on in. We really appreciate you, and thank you guys for listening in to this episode. And if you guys are not already following us on Instagram, go ahead and do that, Cairo Students. If you're trying to find any way to be involved with the podcast, feel free to reach out to us over at Cairo Students on Instagram. We're always trying to find new ways to expand our tech team, have new guests, and also bring new hosts, because Zach and I are not the only ones. Yep. I'm Nathan. I'm Zach. We're your hosts for today, and this is the Cairo's Podcast signing off.